everybody. Welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. This is Phil Ranta. I'm the Sports Outsider. I don't know much about sports, whereas Joel and Jordan know very much about sports. All comedians living in Los Angeles doing a podcast that you're listening to right now. Oh, that was tight. That was really good. That, that was, was the premise tight. of the podcast. That said on our list that we were supposed to set up the yeah. podcast. We set up the pins that, so we can get a split and that then is nail a the split later. Set up We're going to so knock tight, it down. Knock it you down. could bounce a quarter off its ass. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. No, that, was, that wait. got raunched out. <laughs> okay. That makes me think of a really broke stripper. If you're bouncing quarters off butts. No one should be, be bouncing a coinage off butts. No. What's, what's I think the idea through... is that her buttocks are so firm. Yeah, it's but what's going through her mind? Like, it just feels like she's being used. You guys ever been to a strip club in Canada? Oh, jeez. I don't yes. want to. They, they have $1, $2 down. coins. Yes, yes, so yes. yes. Loonies yes. and, and toonies. toonies. Yeah. It's it's sad. It's very sad. It's uh, more fun with a toonie. This podcast took a very sad turn after a very <laughs> right tight setup. We yeah. have uh, we have uh, one of our favorites, the deputy sports minister. Oh no, current, sorry, current sports, sports minister yeah. of Brazil, Brazil. Luis yeah. Fernandez. Yeah, uh, in uh, Brazil and Rio de Janeiro, a lot of the Olympic sites are kind of decrepit yeah. and overgrown oh, right no, now. Yeah. That's well, here's the thing: they kind of had grand plans for some of them to become public parks, and it's not so yeah. much. Luis so. Fernandez cannot clear the air in Brazil because it's horribly polluted. Right. But what yeah. he can do is come here to our podcast and clear the air. Clear here. up and that that's, air. Yeah, clear. That's what he's here to do about the. So I think that he's going to come up with some plans of what to do about yeah. all the problems in there. And then yeah. we also have on the show Richard Branson. Oh, oh yeah, the Business owner of Virgin Richard Records. Yeah. He owns Virgin Records and all Virgin Record stores that you see nationwide. And Virgin, Virgin Airlines. Airlines. That's a thing too. I feel like there was something else that he actually made his money on because you don't make that much money on records and rocket ships. Yeah. Oh yeah, Everybody's he's trying to go to space. Their money on yeah. rocket ships. Uh, but yeah, so he's going to be on uh, to talk to us about the launch of Virgin Sports. Wait, are muskrats, uh, are, are they in, uh, native to Australia? What the fuck? Where did that? Oh, because he's Australian. Okay, yeah, that was. All right. That was a in really In that case, can we call him Elon Muskrat? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he'll like that. He was a billionaire right. before Elon Musk. I imagine he, he's probably real competitive. Well, he's trying to go to space. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Muskrat. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure there aren't muskrats in Australia. Dang it. That would have been a tight joke. And we have a wide world of weird sports film. You're goddamn right we do. Actually, I don't think we have a wide world of sports. We do. do. Tim Tebow update, watch, update. Tim Tebow update, watch, update. Brought to you by... All the things that Tim Tebow sponsors. Today... That is not the drop. Was that the drop? It, it hasn't been the drop. No, Men Look, Mentos. Mentos had to move uh, all of their production overseas because of the inauguration. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Mets GM Sandy Alderson, totally 110% psyched and amped for Tim Tebow. And no, he's not being sarcastic at all. <laughs> that sounds a little on the sarcastic side. Uh, Tim Tebow did not receive an invitation to the big league camp in spring training. Uh, New York Mets general manager indicated, though, that the former NFL quarterback will participate in some of the team's Grapefruit League games on loan from the minor league camp. Ooh, I uh, like a good grapefruit. In the morning, put a little sugar on that. You got yourself a meal. That one of those sugar spoons? on it. I think it's the, the sourness. Well, just get those ruby red ones. Those are the, the sweet oh, A little too tart for me. Got to have my sugar. Uh, oh, sweet here we are on the, the Citrus, Citrus, Citrus podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, they asked uh, they asked uh, Sandy Alberton, uh, Alderson how often Tim Tebow would be present at the Major League Camp in spring training. And he said, too frequently for some, not frequently enough for others. We'll be around. <laughs> oh, that sounded sad. 
He's a former Heisman winner. He'll likely uh, break camp in April. Oh, with he a... won a Heisman in baseball? No, no, they don't have that <laughs> oh, in baseball. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, sorry. They have it in football, Joel. They Even do. I know well, that. Why isn't he playing football? <laughs> oh, Joel. <laughs> facetious Joel shows up in the intro. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, un- unknowing Joel. Really could use facetious Joel in the outro. Well, we, yeah. If only there was someone who could, could update us on the, the situation with Tim Tebow on a fairly regular basis. Yeah, he so, so he signed a minor league deal, so he's probably going to break camp, uh, the spring training, with a, a minor league team. Uh, he also he participated in the Arizona Fall League, to which Elderson said he was in the Arizona Fall League, but that's the only organized league he's ever participated in beyond high school. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> And we understand he's a bit older, so that the process needs to accelerate at some point, but we still need to be prudent about it and put him in situations where he can succeed and not be viewed at, I was going to say, a circus animal, but that's probably not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough treatment. Elderson then indicated there's no compelling reason to have Tebow assigned to Major League Camp, quote, except for advertising purposes. <laughs> oh, no. They don't have to come out and say it. I know. It's like, I can't usually it's better if you don't. You're supposed right. to give You're the supposed to be like, hope. I believe in this, dude. Uh, we knew he'd be overmatched in the Arizona Fall League. Whoa! We also felt he needed to play some games. And so, as we look at it going into spring training this first full season, I think the same priorities would hold true. He needs to play games. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what a radical approach from a GM. <laughs> Under most circumstances, that would mean, look, He's in minor league camp. He's playing games every day. He comes over once in a while. At the end of the camp, he goes to a full season team. I think that's what we would foresee. Now things could change based upon how he performs or what have you. <laughs> right. Not enthusiastic about this no. guy. No. Yeah. Not really. You, you get the sense that he's like, hey, we uh, we almost or we made the playoffs last year with yeah. a whole bunch of people injured. Why am I talking about Tim Tebow right now? Well, I've got a good compromise, though. Sure. Let Tim Tebow be the mascot. Then people oh. show up to see the game, doesn't mess with the game. That would actually be – he's also super positive. Here's yeah, they want a mascot think, to be positive yeah. and happy. Think, guys, uh, the issue there is that the big baseball-headed Mets mascot – I forget what the name of it yeah, is. Mr. Mr. Met. Mr. Met. It does involve some throwing, actually. So so oh, Tim Tebow's yeah. probably like not going to be qualified. He's got to like, throw out the first pitch. Yeah, uh, and, and, uh, and other such things. Uh-huh. So it, it, any sort of accurate throwing, not not Tim Tebow's forte. Yeah, I mean, what is he, a Heisman winner? Tim Tebow. Up, or, <laughs> sorry. Well, well, just real quick, we'll end on something Terry Collins said. Oh, okay. Real yeah. quick. Per usual. Yeah, the manager of the Mets, he said, you know, we're in New York, we can handle anyone with the name on the back, uh, with the name on his back in our camp. He said, I think he's a name in Florida. He's a star in Florida. He should be. I think it would be fun to have Tim come over. And certainly one thing about our players, they're athletes, they're fans too. They'd probably like to know how to run a quarterback sneak one day. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, at least he stayed positive. Yeah, chipper as hell as opposed to Sandy Elderson. Yeah, don't don't be frank. Patronize the young man. (laughs) Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, brought to you by... All the things that Tim Tebow sponsors? News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. San Diego Chargers moving to Los Angeles. What? When? Subheadline, Los Angeles to Chargers. You don't have to do this. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Chargers are now the Los Angeles Chargers, you guys. You know what's oh, wow. funny? We so uh, Scott Narver in my improv group uh, works for an online ticket broker, and he got a ridiculous amount of Charger stuff. So we'd give it away at our improv shows, and we'd always say Los Angeles is owned, San Diego Chargers. <laughs> and it was our ongoing joke, and then it came true, <laughs> as if we're oracles at Delphi. Delphi? I think it was Delphi. Delphi. Malfoy. Harry Potter. Not, that was not it. Now, unfortunately, the welcome wagon in Los Angeles is less of a wagon and more like an ant commenting on your sister's engagement. Ah. <laughs> so you guys are doing this. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Bill Plaschke, writer of uh, great columns uh, such as You Can't Pay College Athletes and You Gotta Make Your Free Throws. Welcome the Chargers uh, to the City of Angels by doing the one-word sentence thing that columnists get to do. Yeah. He goes, we got four words for you, Chargers. We don't want you. Oh, oh. no. That's harsh. Yeah, but Raiders fans are the big winners. They will get to see their the most popular team in Los Angeles will now play in Los <laughs> Angeles once a year. You see, because they, they're in the Chargers division. Oh, I see. Okay. Good so, for ticket sales. So Los Angeles' is the most popular uh, football team <laughs> will actually play one game a year in yeah. Los Angeles. Yikes. From here on out. Meanwhile, two teams deeply beloved in the cities that they were already located in have now moved yeah, to how Los Angeles. Yeah, how does San Diego Angeles, feel about people this? people are indifferent. Well, 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 we'll get to that. Okay. But Los Angeles is not really getting into it because the, the following night after this uh, announcement was made, uh, the Lakers were playing the Clippers at the Staples Center. Ah. L.A. L.A. battle. Sure. So they showed the Los Angeles Chargers logo on the screen. Yeah. A rain of boos oh, came no. down from the Clippers fans and the Lakers fans. Sure, they're both they have vested interest in this. Common bond and booed, and then they and then Jeff Cumberland, uh, San Diego Charger tight end, was shown on the screen. They were like, "Boo! Oh, it's a human now." And the boos kind of tapered off. They're like, "Yeah." Mm. You're a human being. You we can't don't, it's boo, not your boo fault a person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and apparently I read a news report. They were going to show a Chargers owner, Dean Spanos, next. But they, they called an audible. Ah. And did not, <laughs> they did not. They decided not to show him because of the booing. Yeah. So they thought, well, that's weird, though, because usually the owners of teams are so popular. So beloved. Uh, as for the venue, the team will be playing in the StubHub Center, which means they will be the secondary tenant to a soccer team. Mm. Yikes. The Los Angeles Galaxy play there, which is slightly more embarrassed than the Los Angeles Rams, who are a secondary attendant to a college football team. Mm. But while the Rams practically play on the USC campus, the 30,000-seat StubHub Center is located on the campus of Cal State Dominguez Hills. Is that I didn't that know is? there was a Cal State Dominguez Hills. Hell of a league you got actually, there, I Roger. Some people who used to go to Cal State Dominguez, <laughs> uh, Dominguez Hills. But yeah, well, they, they have a football team now. I didn't know an Denver NFL Carson. team is playing at Cal State Dominguez Hills. Yikes. That's a hell of a it's league, Also, Roger there's uh, the velodromes down there, guys. Oh, for biking. Thanks, Joel. Did I, I tell you about the velodrome bikes. last week? The initial <laughs> logo. No, we're not. <laughs> the initial logo released by the uh, Los Angeles Chot Dodgers was basically just the L.A. Dodgers logo italicized with yeah. a uh, L made into a lightning bolt. This was oh, thoroughly mocked. Yeah. By other sports teams. Ouch. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning of the NHL tweeted, checks mentions, squints, clears throat. For the record, us and the Dodgers are just friends. <laughs> ah. The Dodgers tweeted back, but you said you'd call. <laughs> then the, uh, the Dallas Stars tweeted out a Cowboys star logo, but in their team color green, saying, new logo. Hope this is cool, Dallas Cowboys. 
Southern Methodist uh, University, uh, the Mustangs tweeted out a logo, uh, which is their logo is a Mustang. And basically they turned the horse's tail into a lightning bolt and tweeted, am I doing it right? (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) The Colts added an ornamental lightning bolt to their horseshoe logo and tweeted it out. And then a bunch of minor league hockey and minor league baseball teams got involved and things really got (laughs) hard. They're like, it's a meme. Get on it. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the Chargers were quick to react. They go, okay, nope, nope, new logo, guys. And they changed the colors of the logo from white and blue, the Dodgers' colors, to the Chargers' colors of powder blue and yellow, but the same logo. Mm-hmm. So they basically changed the colors and went, huh? Huh? But everyone was making fun of the lightning bolt, not the colors. I'm having trouble picturing yep. what you're talking about, Jordan. So now they've changed it again. They've changed. Fuck you, Joel. <laughs> they've changed it again, and now it's basically just their old logo, Chargers, and in very small font above it says Los Angeles. And the, the team spokespeople have said the previous logo will never be used again. Wow. wow. And it was it is now the shortest-lived logo in history. Oh, wow. So off to a rocky start. But I know what you're thinking. They're coming anyway, right? They've already yeah. announced the move. They're going to pick up. They're going to pull the whole team up. Well, Build not, a wall. Not so fast, Phil. Okay. Not so fast. San Diego moving companies are banding together and refusing to move the Chargers. Wow, that's amazing. There's a ton of stuff, furniture, equipment, everything that physically needs to be moved here. Sure. Uh, Ryan Charles, head of sales and marketing for HireAHelper.com, has been leading a campaign that as of Tuesday has 27 San Diego moving companies on the WeWon'tMoveYouChargers.com website. Wow. Yikes. They're adding more companies every hour, and there's even 10 Los Angeles companies that have joined the list. Wow. Well, you know what the Chargers can do? Just buy some pizzas and invite your friends. (laughs) (laughs) Joining us now on the podcast is the sports minister of Brazil, uh, one of our favorites, Luis Fernandez. Hello, Joel and Jordan. It is a pleasure to be here. Thanks for Uh, having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. Oh, Uh, very long flight. Very long, but it's worth it. Right. And how are things in Rio right now? Oh, how are so, you? How's just your so much crime. There's just an incredible <laughs> amount of crime. Pollution is bad. Yeah. Uh, people are generally uh, unhappy and wish that they were elsewhere. The tourists are having a blast, though, <laughs> until great. they get kidnapped. Yeah. Okay. Then and, they have less of a good time. And your family, are they currently kidnapped or are they fine? You know, I, I would say it's a 50-50. <laughs> some, of them are, some of them are free, some of were them are they, they not kidnapped the last time you saw them, but you were in the air for like 12 hours. So, so. you never know. <laughs> yeah. You never know who's who's paying what to whom, you know. Yep. Uh, so, well, here's the thing. As yes. we, what we wanted to talk to you about is, uh, I mean, after all the focus on how the city of Rio was being neglected by the Olympics, all this money spent and it wasn't going to you know, any of the stuff they thought, uh, we're now in a phase of what people call adaptive reuse. Adaptive re- Yes. It yeah. has become, uh, a, my new flavor of the week term. Yeah. So, yes. uh, so, you know, I think people were hoping that the, the people of Rio would find uses for all of these different facilities. Like we have the velodrome. We've yeah, found the so many uses. Okay. You know, we, we already have all of this property, right? Yeah. It's yeah. sitting there at first. Of course, as soon as the athletes left, the gangs moved in. <laughs> and uh, actually they started their own leagues for a while they were actually oh, pretty vibrant that's a form like, of adaptive in like, in like, like the this like the stadiums where they played sports oh yeah saying they came oh, in yeah. gangs came the in the gangs came gangs in started fencing started and... uh started playing in their own leagues many people died oh and what kind of sports were they doing soccer uh, no they invented a new game that they uh called uh uh murder death <laughs> uh 
And what they do is they take a ball and they Wait, put that, it in just the field. Wait, just real quick, is, is, this, is this a problem with, I mean, I know your native tongue is Portuguese. Yes. Murder death, is that, is that the trans, is that the, that's the English translation? Uh, of? It is a very accurate translation. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Shockingly <laughs> accurate translation, yes. So what you do in murder death is they, uh, as far as I could tell, um, I was watching it through a blindfold, so I got very little, <laughs> but I could hear the commentators and uh, they put a ball in the middle of the field and then somebody kicks it and then whoever the ball lands closest to, they all gang up on and murder <laughs> horrifically. It's kind of, if you have seen The Walking Dead, yes, it's have, like yeah. The Walking Dead, the sport oh, without God. zombies and instead very violent gangs. Okay. Shockingly violent. Oh, so we decided after, after many, many, many bloods were shed, we cleaned out the gangs and now we're ready for better adaptive reuse. Okay, well that sounds that sounds fantastic. That sounds good because I'd hate to see these facilities fall into ruin. Well, that's that's what it kind of, one of these things is here is there's reports here that like that stadium that you were talking about that yep. there's already uh, festering mold, mm, missing yes. seats, kind of an overgrown uh, the grass, and which is actually very perfect because what we decided to do is take all of that mold and all of that grass and turn it into a food production facility. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, see, it's a it's a reinvention of a space. See, you know how there? Uh, I read an article where Detroit was not doing well. Yeah, that's and true. so artists came in and they took these buildings that were falling over and they made them into vibrant art communities. We said, why don't we take all of this thing that is known for unsanitary conditions and turn it into a food production facility? <laughs> So seems, that we could show the revitalization of adaptive reuse. That that seems like the the worst possible consideration that you could. You have. know what's funny? One would think it is, <laughs> and that one is right. It did not go well. Yeah. You know why? Well. Oh. Mold sports. I did not know this. Uh, I'm not a food guy. I'm a I am a sports minister guy. <laughs> right. Mold has spores that float. Yeah. So we were uh, butchering cows. And all of the cows had mold inside of the meat, and many, many people got very sick. We don't have health care in our country, so very tough. You don't have any health care? I mean, you can, but you have to pay the right person the right amount. <laughs> yeah. And they don't tell you going in. Okay, so 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 bad idea. But, but Very we, bad idea. Why don't we switch focus? What about, like, the aquatic center? The aquatic with, center with is the actually... Pink, the pink diving pool. <laughs> right, was, was yes. Green. Yeah. So, or green, yeah. Uh, that was all cleared up, though. It's no yeah. longer green. It was actually just full of regular run-of-the-mill chlorinated water. Great. Which is now a perfect place for the uh, roving packs of wild dogs to take a drink, get very sick, and die off. <laughs> So what we did is we put up a big sign that says, dogs drink for free. <laughs> and we know dogs can't read. We know this. <laughs> but it must have caught on somehow because the the roving gangs of wild dogs all took to it very quickly. Okay. Drank a bunch of chlorinated water, got very sick, died off, thus saving the lives of many really? babies. Don't you have to drink enormous amounts of, of chlorinated pool water enormous amounts but they poisoning? it was free they knew it was free <laughs> they found a water source so they, they probably the like kept going back yeah to it. exactly nature takes over they get very sick they die and therefore more humans can live well, it's like the old saying you can take a roving band of wild dogs to water uh, you can't make them be, stop no, drinking what, what about the the Deodoro Olympic, Olympic Park where they had a uh, rugby and field hockey and equestrian and they said beforehand, you, you had told us that you were going to make that a public park after the games, and it was closed at the start of the year. 
Yes. And it just entirely closed. You know what? We are... And it's kind of unknown now if it's going to reopen. Yes. I just want to know what's going on there. I'm going to recommit on my promise to make it a public park. Okay. Unfortunately, it will be a public park only for prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that sounds a lot uh, like a prison. I th- no, they call it... I think it's... Uh, they call it the yard in, uh, in English. Yeah. So we take people to prisons who, as you know, in prisons in Brazil... Uh, they just are in their cell, very unhappy, and then when they're freed, they take revenge. Don't want any more of that. Don't want any more of that. So now what we do is we take half of them, uh, we lock them inside of the stadium for 30 days or 40 days, put in a bunch of food and slide it in there and say, go play. <laughs> okay. Go have, go have fun. That sounds really dangerous. We don't have anybody watching what they're doing in uh, there, but okay. we assume... They figured it out. Do you you do, put people together, they figured things out. Do you like do like out. a head count on the ins and outs? Oh, I, we haven't seen any heads rolling around <laughs> in the thing yet. But when we do, we will make sure that they're all counted okay. for. Well, so that, well, how about the velodrome? My my favorite thing. Sloped oh, wooden yes. tracks that you ride the bicycles sloped on. Sloped wooden tracks. Yes, that actually became our science center. Oh, yes. that's kind of that's actually an interesting that's way of adaptive reuse. One institution being transferred to another. Yes, we're actually um, we're testing out uh, self-driving cars around the velodrome so that we can be uh, leaders of innovation um, in that space. Oh, where that's tremendous! It's uh, fantastic. It's kind of a small track for a car, though. The first test did not go well. <laughs> You and don't say. Because in the first test, we just uh, took a brick and put it on the gas pedal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we thought that the banked curves might be able to make the car turn. It didn't. It just kept going straight. <laughs> Our smartest scientists died. <laughs> but luckily... I'm uh, sorry. You, you had one guy that you knew was... Oh, he was so much smarter. <laughs> he was like... um, Like everybody says, Albert Einstein, he was the smartest... Uh, scientists. We had our that. Albert Einstein. He was the one that was. He's the guy that came up with the idea for the brick on the gas pedal. <laughs> it was very not, smart. Not but a great last not, idea. Not smart for him to stand in the path of the car. <laughs> but like, in terms of science, it's a really, it's a really smart. Sad, he's not strong. It's a really st- sad but, stain on his legacy. Right. That, that his death. He was doing great worst, up until that point. His worst invention to date. And you, you know what? He was. He didn't think that was going to be the thing. It's you have to exhaust all measures before you get to the thing. No. This was test number one. <laughs> before that, he might have found like ways to tie down the gas pedal. Or perhaps um, have a small child operate the gas pedal so that it's self-driving cars. You know, it's uh, he would have found smarter ways. Unfortunately, we will not be able to see the completion of that particular project. So we just expanded that into another prison yard. <laughs> just locked out the doors. Seems like it. I mean, it, it, those are technically adaptive reuses. Yeah. It, it's, oh, yeah. It seems like so many wind up involving hardened criminals. But you missed the, the most important one. What's that? And that's the TGI Fridays that was built uh, oh. in, around the Olympic Village. Oh, for the athletes. That's for wonderful. the athletes. Because I they imagine that a... could just stay in business, right? Is oh, no. Friday? That did not stay in business. <laughs> that actually became our uh, our finest restaurant. Uh, we just changed the name to TGIF. Um, thank God I have... Uh, I haven't failed in surviving through this day. <laughs> not a, not a wait, wait, I'm sorry. Thank him. God I haven't failed in surviving through this yes. day. So you say Several TGI Fridays words. like we made it through the work week. Yeah. We're just celebrating that we survived. 
So it's like, come on, you're still alive. Let's have some jalapeno poppers. Yeah, but I have to say, the uh, the jalapeno poppers did not pass our health regulations. <laughs> what are you doing in America with your health regulations? <laughs> that food is uh, um, essentially, um, God, what do you call it? Like pig feed? <laughs> like yeah. It's like pig feed that you fry yeah. and yeah, you then deep, you put on the plate with cheese. Yeah, and, and some it ranch. is a lucky pig you know, that gets to eat jalapeno poppers. All I have day. to That's say, I saying. don't know how you guys live in America. It still amazes <laughs> yeah, me. It's different. Well, thanks for for stopping by, Louise. Yeah. Uh, yes, maybe- this might be my last time. It's going to be really hard to get over that wall. Oh right. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't you, have the right. You um, flew here, so. Yeah. Well, you're you'll you'll have, you're like a diplomat type. We'll see. <laughs> all right, it's a good question. Thank right. you, Louise. Thank, Thank you, you, Louise. Joining us now on the podcast, uh, I think the richest person that we've ever had on. Oh, we've had the queen on. But, but have you had Warren Buffett? I don't think we've had Warren Buffett. You know, Buffett. That, would, okay. that would be fun. That would be fun, Because I'm trying to catch up to him. I think yeah. someday I might make it. You're way short of Warren Buffett. I'm way short. Way short of Warren Buffett. You're, you're, you're much more interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I grip I it. About and that. then Warren I Buffett has it. all of those like lovely quips about... He's a very quotable. All right, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Well, we're going to get a lot of great quotes out of you today. Yes. Because uh, you're here to talk about Virgin Sports, your newest yes. project. I'm, I'm doing my dog and pony show uh, yeah. right now, hitting all the major news outlets, CNBC, yeah. Fox hey. News, Sports, Sports, Sports podcast, <laughs> yeah. to, try, to tell people about my new Virgin Sports Can't events. help but notice that you're sticking with the Virgin label on front of everything. I am, Yes. It's a little sexy. It's a little naughty. It's always wit- written red. It's in that always red. Size font. Yeah, it's a, when you fly in the planes, it's purple on the inside. Cause it's a little sexy. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. Well. So what? What is this new business venture? Well, this business venture. So everybody has the same problem. I'd like to be a professional athlete. But I'm not good at sports. Yes. That's, what do that's, I do? That's the modern American male dream. Yes. Do I go play kickball in Zog Sports Leagues? No. 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 That's Those are drinking what leagues. What are Zog sports. sports Leagues? It's where people sign up to play intramural sports. It doesn't work, right? Yeah. So what I would suggest is that you come to this festival and you pay me a loads and loads of money. And we'll make you feel like an athlete playing kind of sports. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. Now, yes. is this sort of like uh, like the Tough Mudder thing, or is this more like a fantasy no, camp? No, no. Think of Tough Mudder. Right. If there wasn't mud, okay. and you didn't need to be tough, and there was no running involved, and you didn't have to throw things or lift things or crawl through things or walk or even a, a show up if you want to. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like my uh, Sundays. I don't know what you <laughs> just described at all. Let me pitch it to you. Okay. This is what it is, okay? You pay me loads and loads of money. Lots of money. Can you there. ballpark Definitely a figure here? emphasizing that particular part of this. Yes. I, well, it's a, I would say American $100. Well, it's not terrible. $100, but we're going to let 10,000 people in each time. So it's going to be a million dollars each time we have one. Okay. Easily, right? Wonderful. And then you have a series of events you can or cannot participate in. And we'll cheer for you and we'll say, you go, you do it, you have your fun. Uh, one of them, my, my personal favorite, is we have a yoga class. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yep. Okay. People can sit and participate in the yoga class. 
And what's really great about this yoga class is you don't have to move. Okay. Oh, is this kind of like uh, because I assume uh, like a meditative breathing sort yes, of thing? Yes, what holds you back from feeling good about yoga? It's you can't do all the stretching and contorting and <laughs> lifting and pushing and pulling. It's too hard. It's a lot, it's a lot mean, of stuff like that. So instead... Those are literally the things that define yoga's existence. What we do is we call it a yoga class. So you feel good about yourself and then you just take a nice nap. Okay, and, that, and that's $100. And we cheer you on and say, yes, it's world-class yoga you're doing. You're I mean, doing it seems like you cheering yoga. would interrupt you know, my nap. It is kind of interesting to pay uh, some money to take a nap and have Jordan, people uh, like, cheering me. It kind of would help out my self-esteem and get better say, about Jordan, myself. I feel like you, you always wind up taking their side, and sometimes we can't let we can't be too soft in the interview guest. I know, it's true. I, I just I, I get impressed by great businessmen. Hey, I business thought this men. was a softball interview. <laughs> I was told this would be a softball interview. Maybe not that. Do you have do you have softball in any of these? Oh, we do have softball. Okay. Yes. Well, okay. well, what? Uh, so, so, tell us about the Virgin Softball League. It's fantastic. So, what's the best part about playing softball? Hitting the ball. One would yeah. think, but Dingers. what about the people who can't hit the ball? It's very hard. The ball is very small relative to all the space on the field. Who's to say yeah. that when you swing, you're going to make contact? Slow pitch softball. Very though, difficult. You keep your eye on the ball. It's it's hard to miss. I completely. would argue that the best part of playing softball is being on the bench around your team. Well, there is some sort Watching of camaraderie the there, game, right? So our version of softball is just the dugouts. We have a series okay. of dozens of dugouts set up, and people can sit and talk about what they could do if they were hitting a ball, what it would feel like, if they could catch a ball, what it would feel like in their glove and running the bases I and can, stealing. I can do that at a bar. But they don't have to. They're doing it in a dugout. But they have and to. And we're going to cheer them on. We're going to say, yes, uh, the strategy that does appeals fantastic. To me. That, the cheering it's always appeals to me. Very good no, strategy. No, no, I can hear no, your no, stratagems no, no. here, and they're brilliant. Oh, that, they're brilliant stratagems. You're, you're world-class athletes. They have to pay you. You a hundred dollars, though. Why would they pay you a hundred dollars when they could just go to a bar and sit uh, together and talk oh, about? Oh, Joel, people at bars are not athletes. No, they're not. No, not no, like no, this. No, no. None of, none of the here people. they're athletes. No, they're not. Yes, they are. We're calling them athletes. Well, so they're paying you a hundred dollars to be called athletes. Those maybe maybe they're not the two best examples. Okay, one was kind of sleeping. No, no, one no, was Jordan. Let's out. sit on these two no, examples. No, no, let's let's, let's, move, let's on. move on. I let's can give you more examples. If there's lots of events, do not give us more examples. We are. We are focusing on these two. Okay, I'm going to give you another example. God damn yes. It. So there's a there is a uh, fun run slash walk slash stay. <laughs> okay, these are a lot, there's a lot of these nowadays, right? Lots of options. A lot of yes, fun runs, color like, runs. Uh, color how many runs, fun the stays runs. are there? Uh, well, there. If people want to, we're not holding them back. They can run until they're exhausted. We don't have the course set up that way because we don't <laughs> think many people are going to participate in that. There's plenty of options for that. Instead, they could do a fun stay. They line up at the starting line. They hear the gun go off. We cheer for them and we say, go, 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 or not. You're an athlete. You're a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful athlete. And they can just stand there and take, take the applause. As if they're world-class runners. This, this really, to me, feels like the pervasive everybody gets a trophy. They do. Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> and you get a trophy. Oh, what? Yeah, you get a trophy, and you know what? We'll we'll give you a trophy for every event you compete or don't compete in. Just let us know. That sounds like a lot of trophies. That's probably going to eat into your margins. They could. But you know <laughs> what? We've got this mapped out, so I make sure that I'm very wealthy still at the end of the day. Yeah, it 
and people feel good. I'm all about positivity. I went skydiving and I am no spring chicken. But you're not. I hang out with models. You're not. He does. Helping. He does all those He's, things. I'm, I'm aware that his he hair is pretty great. My hair, but is I don't fantastic. think you're helping anyone achieve anything athletically. I think it'd be one thing to 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 just call them athletes. It'd be something else to actually help people do the things that make you feel I don't like. No, they, they they make it feel like. I'm I understand. There's. I have the perfect event for you. Okay. It is no contact, bare knuckled boxing. So it's just like shadow boxing? No, we just make sure that their knuckles are very clean. They're completely bare of any residue or and we just pump them up. It's like you're sitting in the corner and we're like, you if you wanted to, you'd get right in there and you would win this. And then we'd go next. And then the next person <laughs> sits down. And then you presumably do the similar thing, like you're gonna get in there, you're yeah, gonna you're give gonna them everything. If if we if you were to fight in this, you'd surely win, because look at those look at how strong you are. You're an athlete. Mr. Branson, uh, yes. I've taken exactly one flight on your airline. Please call I, me. Call me. Richard I enjoyed it. Branson. It was a. It was a lovely, lovely airline. Okay. Thank you. It's purple. It's sexy. I never particularly liked your stores, but I didn't dislike them. Uh, I, I, CDs I were very popular neutral. at one time. Uh, they used to be. Yeah. I have to say that this idea is horrible. You're just bilking people out of their money just so they can have somebody tell them that they're an athlete. Like you're Joel, not doing Joel, anything for these Joel, people. Joel. How many billions of dollars do you have? Zero. I have zero. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's a pleasure, Richard. Have a good one. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports. Gambit. Oh, like X-Men character? It's the X-Men theme. Nerds. A gambit from the Italian from the Italian Gambetto, meaning to trip. is a chess opening in which a player more often white not to stereotype. Fucking white privilege in chess is fucking awful. Right, right. Uh, he sacrifices uh, material, usually a pawn, with the hope of resulting uh, in advantageous positions. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Ooh is right. Uh, some well-known examples are the King's Gambit, the Queen's Gambit, Wait, and Evan's Gambit. If you lose your king, that means you lose. No, it's the king's pawn, Joel. Oh, I get with the pro. Okay, bro. so and this so this is a sacrifice. This is a chess move. Right. Okay. Yeah. Chess is a sport, you know. It's a weird sport, that's for sure. Sure, sure. It, it felt we did chess boxing. Remember that one? That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the word gambit was originally applied to chess openings in 1561 by Spanish priest Roy Lopez de Seguera. He's a priest. Oh, also yeah. He is my favorite 16th century chess writer. He's up there for me, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the Italian's uh, expression... Uh, Del uh, il gambetto, or to put forward in order to trip somebody. French gambit, which is also, uh, uh, oh wait, so the Italian word uh, uh, gained the Spanish form gambito that led to the French gambit, which has influenced the English spelling of the word. So that's where it went. I think Italian we could do Spanish less etymology. Thing. I think whoa, we're whoa, good whoa, on whoa, that. Jordan, let's I think not. We're, we're actually. Like, in terms of the rest of this wide world of weird sport, 
think okay. we're good on the word stuff. All right. In that case, let's do a bunch of words. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to run through some gambits. Ooh, okay. I thought this would be a fun game. You guys tell me what chess places, pieces move where to fulfill the gambit. Okay. All right. Let's start with the king's gambit. Okay. Uh, uh, pawn dies. King kills the person. Yeah. I think that's one where you, you put your pawn forward, and then as soon as the pawn's killed, the king comes running out and like stabs him with a sword you know you're not that 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 wrong it's one e4 e5 two f4 oh yeah. Uh, yeah. okay yeah you know what that that was maybe too easy and it confused <laughs> you guys I, yeah i think i was overthought that one yeah that's fair let's get a little more complicated how about the blackmar deemer gambit or the bdg oh the bdg oh that's that's well known i'll give you a hint it starts with one d4 yeah. 1, D, 4, 2, C, G. Remember, you can go 1, D, 4, D, 5. Yeah. You want to move the pawn forward, too. So, one, Just one, throw it out there. 1, D, 4, though, in this case, refers to a four-sided die. Uh, and in, in this case, what you do is you take out a four-sided die, and you show people that you're rolling it to determine which direction the pawn is going to move each term, turn. Just thus randomizing your actions and making you more unpredictable. And while they're focused on the die, you reach over and knock their king over uh, and, and thus win the game. I'm afraid you're way off, Joel. What? It is uh, 1d4, d5, 2e4, dxe4, 3, nc3, followed oh. by 4f3. Okay, but I was close. You are close. You were yeah. close. Uh, well, that one was complex. Let's go that to an was, easier that one. Was Let's go to an easier one. How about the fried liver attack? That's where you just take a piece of fried liver and you throw it in the guy's face. No, but this is a chess move, Jill. Yeah, that's how I always went. Maybe this involves the rook. Jordan. Jordan. Let's get your head in the game. The here. last time I used the fried liver attack, okay, I used it against Jordan, and he was so frustrated at losing that way that he refused to ever play chess with me again. Right. I'll like so many of these games, it does start with one E four E five, if that helps. <laughs> Of, of course it does. Okay. Then it goes to 2 NF3, NCB3, BC4, NF6, 4, oh, NG5, D5, 5, EXD5, what NXD5, and then 6, where the gambit's really completed, is NXF7, followed have, by KXF. Do they have diagrams for this? Not that I need them. I mean, obviously, I know how I'll, to read a chessboard. Uh, uh, if you want me to spell it out for you, I guess I can... I'm worried. I'm, it. I'm worried. I'm stupid, Joel. <laughs> Jordan, are you not following this? Not at all, Phil. I, you know what? It's my fault. Look, I really guys, don't know any of this stuff. Look, I'm, honest, a, I'm a sports outsider. I just wanted for once to talk on something that I really understood well. Do you like chess? Well, I love gambits. <laughs> and that brings it into another <laughs> wide world of weird sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close in the sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we'd like to bring on Richard Branson to give you our contact information. Thank you for keeping me around. I appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports, the number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to let them know what your favorite non-sports are. Or you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports, number three podcast. And also remember that Facebook posting will be a sport in the Virgin Sports League. 
So make sure to practice Facebook up or posting? Not. Yes, Facebook posting. Uh, that doesn't seem like a sport at all. They don't have to post, do they? Or you can find all of our back episodes at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. And just for fun, pretend it's a real cloud. Let your imagination go wild. That's how you become rich. Hey, guys. Joel. Hey, Joel. Seriously, though, was was there interest in the Citrus, Citrus, Citrus podcast? Because I got I got a real strong opinion on limes versus lemons. We tried to get it, but somebody already owned the trademark. Oh, God damn it. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.